probably one of the most anticipated reports out of USDA, and that is always the March report because it's planted acres and, of course, quarterly stocks. So the planted acres were a bit of a surprise, but not really since the market expected the increase in corn acres. But the stocks report, that got most of the attention with tighter stocks in both corn and soybeans, but soybeans really the story here. John Cavanaugh, standing by to talk to us about it. Coley and Cavanaugh brought to you each week by the Allen County Farm Bureau and the Farm Bureau, both locally as well as in D.C. And a lot of the local folks are going to D.C. because this fight against WOTUS has really heated up. And, of course, they're fighting for improvements in the new Farm Bill. And I just got a note this week that it looks like that might not get done by the deadline coming up this fall. None of that is possible without your support. So support your local Farm Bureau online at It Pays to Be a Member dot o-r-g well john let's review the numbers first because uh, you know it wasn't like there were a lot of big surprises when it came to the prospective planting report i mean it was pretty close give or take a little bit but let's go over those start with corn corn was uh, not much of a surprise at all but it was slightly on the friendly side when it comes to stocks because the average guess for the stocks was 7.47 billion and it came in at 7.4 billion Specifically, it was $69 million lower than had been expected. That's a little friendly, Rob. The last carryover number we had on corn for the projected carryover was over $1.3 billion. Now we're back below $1.3 billion and getting tight again. So it's slightly friendly. But the acres, holy, well, it's not a holy cow. It's not that big of a deal. But anyhow, <laughs> the acres, the average guesstimate was 90.9 million acres. And the USDA Ag Forum was talking about 91. And we came in with planted acres at 90. 2 million. And so that's a little bit more than a million that had been expected, and right. that's slightly bare. So the two kind of offset each other. I'd call the corn report uh, neutral to maybe just a tad bearish. We'll call it friendly. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you call it friendly? Bearish is a little bit of a stretch. Bearish is definitely a stretch. But we do have a million more acres out there, and so one tends to offset the other theoretically. Now, you would have expected with that much of an increase that you would see soybeans kind of take a hit, but not necessarily so. They're fairly close. Yeah, they were fairly close, but they, but it was uh, the average guess for acres on, on soybeans was uh, 88.2 million, and it came in at 87.5 million, which, by the way, was equal to the USDA Ag Forum and uh, equal to what we planted last year in soybeans. By the way, corn is up three and a half million from a year ago. We didn't mention that, but uh, that's a three and a half billion increase from a year ago. That's why I lean a little bit toward the neutral side on that report. Yeah. But uh, uh, the beans came in equal to what was planted last year, less, slightly less, about uh, seven hundred thousand less than had been expected. That's a tad friendly, not not much, but a little bit on the on the friendly side. But holy cow! The soybean stocks number. Mm. I don't know if I'd call it a shocker, but it was uh, definitely a big surprise. Average guess for the stocks was $1.74 billion. It came in at $1.685 billion. That's $57 million below the average guess, which is a big variation for soybeans. And in fact, Rob, if you just take the carryover, the last carryover projection was $210 billion. Take $57 off that, which is not the way it's going to be done by the government, but if you just took 57 million off that. Holy cow, we've got our carryover on soybeans somewhere in the vicinity of 150 million for this year. Rob, that's extremely tight on soybeans. And at the bottom line is we have no room for air on soybeans this year. We need to actually, we need to pick up some more acres if we can. 
and we certainly need a trend line yield or better. Oh, we're back into serious trouble on soybeans again. So the market reacted that way with a, a sharply higher prices oh, yeah. uh, on Friday. <laughs> Therefore, the bean number was decidedly bullish. Explain this for us, because that's not a number that you typically make a big mistake on. No, it's not. I'm going to point out a little statistic here, which is very fascinating. The difference between uh, the estimated soybean stocks and the actual stocks reported today was the greatest variation on the soybean stocks, uh, the estimated number versus the actual number, since 1995, 28 years. Holy cow, I didn't realize that, but that's startling. Now, the reason why that's kind of startling is, is because usually when you get a surprise in stocks numbers, it usually comes from corn, not soybeans, because soybeans, first of all, you don't have as many soybeans to count. That's the way to look at it. It's a less chance for error. But because theoretically, there should be very little error in the soybeans because we have good numbers on what demand is. We have a crop produced. We know what that is. We know what the carry-in is. That's the total supply. And we get weekly numbers on exports and weekly numbers on crush. That's all the demand there is for soybeans, right? With a few little exceptions there, but that's it. So therefore, the number should be theoretically right on. And this is a very substantial variation. There's only one thing it could be. The government, I shouldn't say there's only one thing, but the most likely assumption is that the government must have overestimated the soybean crop this past year. That's the only thing that makes sense. Well, there aren't a whole lot of other numbers in that math equation, so uh, you're right. So we'll take a quick break and be right back with more here on Midwest Ag. Podcasts by Federated Media. 